You're listening to Closer Look. Well, welcome to uh, Closer Look. My name is Mike Novak. I'm the CEO of the ministry. With me today is uh, Pastor Bill. Oh, so good to be here today. Thanks. Well, we'll see if it's good after I get done quizzing you. <laughs> and uh, Pastor Dave, how you doing? Doing well. Thank you, sir. All right. Let me set the table and, and give you kind of an overview of the pastoral care department. Uh, during my tenure here, going on about 21 years, back in the day, we had one pastor. And you could always tell when uh, Pastor Tim had a tough day because he'd go out and run in the parking lot. Well, a lot of years have gone by and uh, there are 10 full-time pastors now uh, available to you 24-7, 365. And I just want to spend a little bit of time during this closer look kind of unpacking a little bit about the pastoral care department. It's always been uh, an extremely important part of our ministry, at least as far as I'm concerned. And I get that back from people all the time. Uh, the availability, the understanding, the willingness to listen, the training that you guys have, you're there ready to reach out. And I want to say one more thing. The uniqueness of our pastoral care department is wherever we are, when you call, um, we don't say, gee, Mike, it sounds like you're having a real tough day. Call this number 1-800-blah-blah-blah. You all have information in each city where there's a K-Love signal, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, when we think of our overall pastoral care ministry, our goal is really to connect with our listeners, to point them to growing in their spiritual walk. Right. You know, being a, a resource and an availability for them when they're going through a crisis or they're just going through maybe some questions of their faith. Right. So our goal is to be available with them and also to connect them to a local body of believers. Pastor Dave, to play that out a little bit more, general question might be, uh, why do you have pastors? What do you guys exactly do? Just kind of expound on that a little bit. Why are we here? I mean, our, our why really is, is wrapped around our need for God, our need to lead people in their relationship with God. I think we've all been changed. We've been transformed. And so, you know, I know me specifically, I'm here because I want to help people grow in their relationship with God, or if they don't know God, come into a relationship with God. And we get the privilege of being able to do that almost on a daily basis because of something they heard on the radio. They heard something that it moved their heart and their heart was touched, and they don't know why or what it is. And so sometimes our conversations are just, hey, why do I feel this way? Why did this song create this? And to be able to say, hey, I know the reason. More than I know the person behind it, and that's Jesus Christ. And so to be able to lead a person into that relationship and then guiding them into that next level, because we can't be somebody's church and we don't try to be, um, but we try to be that bridge, understanding, you know, it's more than just a prayer that you prayed. It is now that relationship with that person of Jesus Christ and that there's a whole community not just the music you hear on the on the radio, but there there are people right near where you live that can help you. So, and for so many people, that's very eye opening. That's very awakening and liberating. Having the the privilege of being able to point them to those kinds of resources, or if it's not a church, maybe it's just they're having issues in their marriage, or maybe there's they're having issues with an addiction or something, and they they can't talk to anybody about it. It's that safe call. And I think that's a big part of, of that distinction. That's an interesting point. I've heard from so many people when I talk to them about the safety of calling one of our pastors versus their pastor in their local church. Yeah, I think one of the things that's uh, very difficult when you're in a church or if you're in a, a community of faith, it's hard to, to talk openly about something you're struggling with. But there's something about the anonymity of the phone 
that helps people open up to declare things that's a concern that they have in their heart. And so a lot of times we'll get calls from pastors that are leading a congregation. We'll get calls from pastors' families or wives, maybe that are struggling through something, or maybe they're leaders in the church just looking for some biblical advice, looking for some guidance, looking for some answers towards the questions that they're dealing with. Pulling out one thing Pastor Dave shared was um, some people call, or do they? It's, uh, I want to put this in the form of a question that maybe we wouldn't classify as believers. They just like it. I've heard before it, um, it's a safe place. You get a lot of calls like that, too. Yeah, we definitely do. Uh, it's, you know, we'll get a, a wide range of questions that are coming in, a theological questions to, you know, life issues or circumstances that they're dealing with. And I think one thing that's really important for us to remember that a life situation, a circumstance that we're dealing with is really kind of a functioning God in our life. And a lot of times we'll worship our comfort, our security, our concerns, our life issues ahead of God. And so one of the things we're always trying to do is to be a, a receiving place for anybody who's got a question of faith to encourage them to take steps in their faith so they can understand what the Bible has to say in their circumstance and grow in their walk towards a stronger faith. Pastor Dave, as we listen to um, Pastor Bill kind of give us an overview, can you recall any stories that uh, maybe you have that kind of speak to that and somebody who, you know, you really, when you hung up, you went, yeah, God's really at work there. That's mm-hmm. that's really cool. Every day. <laughs> Every day, um, I, I've told people and I've told the staff and, and anybody who'll listen that, uh, you know, I believe in divine appointments. That means I believe that God sets up things uh, in advance uh, to meet with people, to talk with people about where they're at. And oftentimes they're at a crossroad in their life. And they, they, it's a call that, that oftentimes is a is that hinge point that, that moves them down the direction they, they need to go. So many, so many different kinds of calls, so many different types of themes from life-threatening situations, you know, somebody who is ready to throw in the towel on life and give up and they have the means helping that uh, in situations like that. But more often than not, it's marriage issues, financial issues, uh, somebody... Uh, a common one is somebody calling in saying, hey, my, my marriage is really in a difficult place or on the verge of divorce. And um, I've had that person on the phone in tears and then get their spouse on the phone. And then before you know it, we're all three talking and getting them connected into resources and then to have them call off the divorce or or call off, um, you know, the separation and um, and getting them into counseling. Um, just understanding that there is hope. There is something through the Or I've had the uh, somebody who's in some form of recovery, they'll call in and, and they'll just say, you know, I'm, I'm really struggling right now. Quite honestly, I'm feeling tempted or I'm, I'm about to walk into a situation that I know I'm about to be really tempted. Could you just stand with me right now and then give them some resources, give them some prayer and then have them report back. You know, I got through that. Thank you for being there in that, in that moment. So it's just, it's very organic. It's very in the moment. It's very, it's just, like you said, it's that raw conversation. It's coming in. So people are, the mask is down. This is what it is. This is what I'm dealing with. How can you help me? As with anything that has to do with the ministry or life or business or anything else, you, you kind of need a roadmap to know where you're going. You don't, I would never want to quantify God's abilities by a number or a statistic or anything like that, but to help us know what impact we're having, if any, and what areas we need to improve in and what areas uh, that we have other opportunities and stuff. Pastor Bill, do you guys keep track of that kind of stuff at all? We're able to minister to around 700,000 listeners a year. 
And we do this primarily through the phone calls. Uh, however, we also do through, through prayer requests. We also serve through prayer requests. And I think it's important to distinguish that, too, as we're talking about that, because not everybody has a life issue or circumstance that needs counseling, that needs some biblical guidance towards. And so uh, sometimes people just need prayer. So we have uh, caregivers that you can call in and just receive prayer. If you've got a burden on your heart, you got something that's going on, you just want some prayer, you call in and we'll pray with you right there on the spot. And if we can't get to your call, we're going to call you back as, within minutes or as soon as possible. Uh, and, and as you mentioned earlier, you know, we're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, especially for crisis situations, as there's something that's maybe uh, critical that's going on in their life. But some of the numbers, you know, just, just thinking about some things is we, we, we serve about 600 listeners a day uh, through the phone. Uh, since 1999, we've prayed for somewhere around 6 million listeners that we're aware of and that, you know, God, God's in control of all of this stuff. And we're just kind of saying this so that we can understand some of the fruit of the ministry and just some of the effectiveness that God's allowed us to have over the years. Six million. Yes. Yeah. Over 6 million listeners since, uh, since we've been tracking that since 99. And you know, of course, that's gone on since longer than that. We've had the honor of leading thousands to a relationship with Christ. Uh, those numbers are a little hard to tell and we quite honestly don't know. And we don't really want to count it. We don't need to count that fruit. That's just the work of the Holy Spirit and us trying to be faithful in, in serving those things. Well, what I get out of that is the need that's out there every day. There, there are other facets of the prayer requests and stuff. Talk a little about that. Yeah, I think one of our ministry distinctives is that we offer crisis intervention. Somebody who's considering ending their life or harming somebody else. And so on average, around two per day, we have people calling in that are really looking to end their life. And so we're available 24-7 for those responses just to be a source of hope, just to be a source of encouragement, just to be a, a place to work with people that are dealing with crisis. Sometimes those could be uh, they've got they've had a diagnosis of a cancer maybe or, or another illness, or they've just lost a loved one and they're on their way to the hospital. So many times we'll receive calls along those lines of people that are dealing with those circumstances. They're on their way to the hospital and they just need some prayer. They just need some guidance and some comfort as they're on their way to that. That's a burden and a half. Pastor Dave, you know, I'm, I'm going to play dad here for a minute. How do you guys deal with that? I mean, you can't keep taking in. You have to get it out somewhere so that you're available for that next call. That's absolutely right. That's a good question. And it's one that we've um, been answering throughout the years, quite honestly, because as the, the load is of ministry, which we love to do, uh, every one of us are shepherds at heart. There's that desire to want to help and that caregiver mentality, but it, but we're not God and we get tired and we can, we can burn out. And some, some calls and some situations um, can be more taxing than others. So you know, we, we are uh, a united team that look out for one another. Our head, Pastor Bill, is very good at uh, checking in with us and overseeing our, 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 our health, mental health, asking us how we're doing. We ask one another regularly, how are you doing? We have an open door policy with one another. If a call was particularly difficult, we'll just walk into each other's office and we just debrief right there, diffuse that situation and work through that and any feelings that are there so that that doesn't, that doesn't catch up. Sometimes it's necessary to take a walk around the building. It's doing that. It's, um, it's, it's maintaining our own spiritual disciplines. It's being in the word. It's being in prayer. It's having our own fellowship, our own accountability outside of this place, cultivating our family, 
those types of things, um, even exercise, diet it all contributes to helping us uh, process what we're going through and staying us in, in a place where we are able to minister out of a full cup rather than than an empty one. Yeah. You mentioned um, um, disciplines and themes, Pastor Bill. Uh, we have a pretty varied staff of pastors. Talk a little bit about that with different disciplines and stuff. What God originates, he orchestrates, you know, and what he's brought together is an amazing team of servants and shepherds who come from a variety of backgrounds. So all of our pastors are ordained and they've been serving in local churches. They're here to shepherd and to be a voice of hope and encouragement. They've done ministry face to face. So when they're on the phone with somebody or they're ministering to somebody remotely, they can put a picture there. They've also dealt with real life experiences. Some of them maybe have gone through some addictions in the past gone through loss of loved ones, loss of a spouse. So they understand grief. They understand the word, of course, and they're going to teach based off of what the word has to say. But we have, we have pastors that have had struggles with fertility about having babies. And so when somebody calls in, they're getting real life experience, real life counsel. That's terrific. Pastor Dave, it's uh, the alarm clock goes off at whatever time you had your oatmeal and uh, your fruit and you walk in the door. Give me your average day. Just give me kind of what happens in your day. Yeah, an average day is is centered around um, really the call, the, the phone calls. Um, taking live calls is our number one goal. Being available as people need us. That's what we, that's what we want to do. Um, oftentimes, though, when you think about uh, um, our audience and how big it is. You know, if somebody says something, we can get a wave of calls. And um, and so we have to be prepared for that. And, and sometimes we're, we are calling people back, but um, it's just being there for them in that way, responding to emails in a timely manner. Um, that is the, the crust of it. Uh, you know, outside of that, we're being asked to um, lead other other ministry, you know, help the kind of the spiritual health of the whole place. We lead our spirit, our prayer times three times a day as, as well. So we're a part of helping. Helping that. A lot of people don't understand that, and I've, I've used that, and, and Pastor Bill, if you talk about that, they almost look at me, and I say, we meet as a staff up to three times a day, like, really? Well, we do. We do, because we consider that when someone wants to share something with us from their heart, God has called us to be obedient to that. Boy, has he. You know, I think one of the most amazing, uh, one of some of the strength of our ministry and one of the most amazing distinctives of our ministry is that we genuinely get together three times a day and pray on behalf of our listeners. If you send in a prayer request, we will come before the Lord and intercede on your behalf to unite with God, to unite with our listeners across the nation, just so that we can lift that up before the Lord and seek his will in that circumstance. Yeah. Quick little story to validate that uh, it wasn't that long ago that in-house we launched a uh, an iPhone and Android app about praying for others. And as you guys remember, we encouraged the staff to use it to try and break it, actually, is what we did before we launched it out to the public. One of our employees was standing in line at the grocery store, and there was a lot of people in front of her, so she whipped out her phone and opened the app and started praying. And the woman behind her tapped her on the shoulder and said, what are you doing? And she said, oh, uh, I'm praying for someone. I work for Caleb, and she got about that far, and the woman just broke down. And she looked at her, our employee looked at her and said, what's the matter? And she said, I sent in a prayer request this morning, and I really didn't think you did it. And yes, we do. We do. We take this very seriously. As Pastor Bill and Pastor Dave have said, it is of prime importance to us. So the, um, the mission statement, it's kind of interesting at the, at the ministry here. 
Uh, it is to ignite hope in Christ. As a result, you change lives. And as a result of that, you unite hearts. Tell me how that fits in your department. Well, I think that comes across in a couple of different ways. First of all, we're igniting hope by the personal interaction of the phone calls and the the prayer, as we talked about before. Another way we ignite hope, though, is we build our own content. We do devotions. We have a couple of apps that are out there, one of which being the MyKLove app, that you can get written content that's written in-house by our pastors to come alongside to, you know, ignite hope, to change lives, and to unite hearts. There's something about the body of Christ and the kingdom of God when we come together and we pray that there's a uniting that takes place here. And it's really our goal, our ambition to to ignite that hope, to unite the communities. You know, there's so much uh, friction and so much denominational tension. There's so much tension across the United States that are dividing people where we feel like as shepherds, we can come together and seek to unite the, the body of Christ, the whole body of Christ to be effective in in, uh, in in just their walk, in their faith walk. When you think of our mission statement, which is to develop media that is encouraging and inspiring to develop a meaningful relationship with Jesus Christ. A one-on-one relationship. One-on-one yeah. is where that comes from. Yeah. And that's really our goal when we're, when we're writing any content, when we're reaching out and we're serving anybody that's calling in. Big job. We serve a big God though, don't we? Amen, amen. Pastor Bill, we've kind of heard where we are, where we've been. We took a quick look back the things that are offered through the pastoral care department. In your heart, what's next? You know, I think, first off, it's always going to be faithful to the call first to God. Amen. And then we want to really look at how we can have representation locally, how we can unite the body of Christ and come alongside the local churches to help them fulfill the mandate of their call, fulfill the mission, which is to reach and, and grow people in Christ, fulfilling the Great Commission. So I think a couple of things we're going to be looking to do is we're going to be advancing and building new technology. We want to build some apps that we can get in people's hands on their phones so that they can interact with one another. They can interact with our content. They can interact with us so we can shepherd them and help them grow in their spiritual walk. Uh, we have, we, so we have that through, the, through our app development. We're looking to unite this nation in prayer. And there's going to be some exciting things coming up pretty soon where we can, we can help develop and help people pray with one another that we're looking uh, to, to have as, as coming up in the future. And I think ultimately, though, I think it's our desire that we can impact communities, where we can be the, help be the presence of Christ to impact the communities reaching out in their times of need. We've had some amazing impact on our ministry as a whole already, uh, but I'm, we're excited about, as a pastoral care team, how we can come alongside to support those activities and those ministries. Mm-hmm further. I can hardly wait. Yeah, it's exciting. We're in a very exciting time with our team and we're just honored to, honored and humbled to be given not only the responsibility, but the opportunity to speak in the lives of so many. Pastor Dave, anything on your mind? Any final thoughts about the pastoral care department? Anything you'd like to share? It's just a privilege to be here, to be a part of something bigger than than me, bigger than all of us. That's God um, choosing in his sovereignty to use this simple medium of radio and pastors on staff to minister to a wide range of people. And it's just broken people helping other broken people find a place of healing in Jesus Christ. And so it's humbling to be a part of that and to be able to serve in that way and alongside with you all. Pastor Dave, I need to call somebody. What number do I use? Yes, it's a new number. So please write it down uh, for your own reference. It is 844 844- 
uh, hope is the end. And it's the, the way to get to us uh, night or day. And, um, you know, it's the, it's the new way to really get a hold of us. So I please make note of that number. Great. Pastor Bill? Yeah, I think I'd like to just close with uh, some great words from the Word of God. The Apostle Paul found in Ephesians 3, verse 16 through 20. And this would be my prayer for all of us listening right now, for all of us engaged. If you're on a mountaintop in your faith walk, if you're in a valley, anywhere in between, whatever you're going through, I hope this will encourage you. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep is his love. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to fully understand. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. God bless you and thank you for joining us today. This has been Air One Closer Look. Find us online at airone.com.